0: doing it this is episode 301 gosh or one after 300 wow oh yeah no laugh track podcast here at acme comedy company in minneapolis this is justin i am the host and back with me for a do you know how many times you've been on this podcast a
1: couple right (laughs) three right i have to tell you i haven't done much since the last time i was on that's like, the voice I of Lori Kilmartin, lived by the an way. Hours worth of life.
0: Just, <laughs> just so you keep know. Shut stop it. I. This should be a short
1: one, like ten minutes.
0: I. I mean, we will stretch that to two hours. That's, I mean, I'm, let me <laughs> just get something clear. You wanted to start earlier today. We we're going to do this at three, and you yeah. said, "Can we do it a little earlier?" Because you wanted to do a really long one and end at the same <laughs> oh, time. No, no, no. Oh, is that did I you misunderstand?
1: You did. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, this is. This is. You know what? We'll is, just do it anyway. It's we'll not just, live. right? right no okay because i'm gonna go swimming and and i uh i'm afraid that uh if i let people know the pool i'm going to that i'll be mobbed by a lot of my fans (laughs) and i i need to have my lane to myself so i wanted to get my swim over with earlier i
0: i I totally understand uh this by the way is your fifth oh my god i don't have like a five appearances like uh like you don't get a jacket or anything but wow yeah five times Lori. wow yeah Mm -hmm. So, congratulations. (laughs) I
1: I hear your listeners fast forwarding past me right now. Like, oh, her. Hell no. They're like, what's
0: new? What's next? Uh, I think the first thing I should ask you, because I've been listening to some episodes of the Jack- Jackie and Laurie, the Jackie and Laurie <laughs> podcast, I need yeah. to ask you, how is everyone's health in your family?
1: Well, my son is having surgery on Monday. And I heard crutches. He's on crutches. Tours ACL. Um, and they they have to do a specialized one because he's so young and he's still growing. So yeah. they're going to take part of his IT band and fashion an ACL out up. of it.
0: That's not a real thing
1: yes it is and uh, I had to find I had to do a lot of searching for doctors to who would, who would take on an 11 year old um, so that's happening on Monday Yikes. and then my mom is um, you know it's the end of life she's 81 she's falling apart she's in and out of hospital so she's in one now but she might be going home on Saturday so I have to arrange <laughs> from <laughs> Minneapolis someone to pick up my mom and you know it's like everyone's falling apart on me and I'm really tired of it in fact get your shit together people (laughs) get your hips in their sockets you know keep your acls please yeah
0: have you said how is there a good story behind an 11 year old damaging their acl
1: no he um was just playing basketball on the schoolyard he uh, according to one of the doctors he has loose knees which means that the other one could also rip at any time (laughs) So you this know. sounds like
0: the lamest like insult. Whatever, loose knees. I know
1: <laughs> it's good for some sports like swimming or and flexibility, um, but it's really bad for basketball and soccer and stuff where you're going to land hard and twist. If you don't have like a solid knee joint or whatever, then it, the ACL will is more likely to tear. I'm gonna am
0: I'm gonna guess now that I have been living my life with undiagnosed loose knees. Yeah, yeah, because I suck at basketball. And, uh, well, it's di-
1: sucking no, at basketball no, no, is because I suck. a different non-athletic skill that you have. <laughs> I <know>. That's different. <laughs> uh, but
0: also, it, may, it I, you know, it, I am holding back because I don't want to hurt anything.
1: So you're instinctively holding back. So sure, part let's go of with your that. brain
0: knows that your
1: knees are.
0: <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'd like to say so, but no. Uh, but uh, you did, and I d- heard on another one of your um, episodes of the Jackie and Lori Show that you you mentioned uh, trying to find a place to do laps. So you did find one.
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie's sister, um, Darla, uh, pointed the way to this uh there's a new pool called the phillips aquatic center they just it, they just renovated the pool it's um it's like a it's about a 13 dollar lift ride i don't even know distance anymore i just know how much right, it costs right. me to swim yeah. one you know one workout here is like 26 dollars. but uh <laughs> you know what it keeps me sane and so it's worth it um and uh uh It's like an indoor 25-yard pool. It's really nice. It's brand new. I think they just renovated it or something. It used to be kind of dumpy or something, but it's great. How do you uh, get your swimming in back home? Um, I swim at the Verdugo Pool in Los Angeles. Indoor? Outdoor? That's outdoor, and then in New York um, at the um, the Riverbank Aquatic Center in, on One Forty Fifth.
0: Yeah, I know you and I have talked swimming in the past because I nerd about, uh, about that because I was a swimmer as yeah. well. If you don't remember that, and uh, I'm trying, I'm this close to getting maybe one or both of my daughters into swim teams. Yeah, super close.
1: How old are they? Ten and twelve. Yeah, yeah. Super do close. they do they know how to swim? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, the, my younger daughter is a little confused because she's like, but I don't need lessons. I'm like, no, that's not. Oh, yeah, I know. We're beyond lessons. This yeah. is like you're going to race people and like hard practices. I shouldn't say that. But well, you fun know, practices.
1: There's other like uh, at the Verdugo pool in Burbank, they have a synchro team and they have a water polo team. Like there's so many swimming activities that are. Uh, competitive and available to your daughters yeah. if they don't like racing.
0: Yeah. I there I just I want them uh they're not doing any other sports. I'm not yeah. I've never pushed anything. Yeah. But I think this would be a good one. And so a good like, one to push. Like the water.
1: Yeah, I mean and it doesn't it's really good for your body and it's something you do your whole life and mm-hmm. uh it, if they do get into it it's so time consuming you uh rarely have the time to do drugs. Uh, Lori, honestly, that's
0: one of the big reasons as well, but not just drugs. <laughs> just like, uh, I don't know, fricking YouTube videos and psh, psh, you know, anything that I'm not, don't know a hundred percent about that I'm like,
1: Nuh. I, my son has a YouTube channel. He loves YouTube. He wants to be a professional YouTuber. I, everyone that age does. I know, but he really wants it. He really wants it. <laughs> what is he doing? Um, he plays, he does Uh, He plays Fortnite on uh, YouTube, you know, with a little picture in picture. (laughs) And then he just told me, he goes, you know, not enough. I'm not getting as many views with Fortnite because there's so many Fortnites. But when I do Call of Duty, I get a lot more views. So he's already studying analytics and (laughs) figuring out how to, um, you know, uh, serve his his user base, I guess. I'm
0: hanging out with an old friend of mine tonight that uh, lives in Florida now. Mm -hmm. That is, you know, my age in his early 40s. That is also what he's doing part-time right now, is playing video games with his picture in the corner. Does
1: he make money at it? I don't think so.
0: I'm going to find out tonight, but I don't think so. It's not Fortnite. It's some other right. uh, PlayStation game. But
1: we're I, I bought tickets to see this guy. He's an Irish guy, and um, he's the only... He swears a lot, but I let my kid watch it because I'm like, that's how the Irish talk. You can't. <laughs> but you, you can't talk like that. It's cheaper than a trip to Ireland. <laughs> so um, maybe not after we go. To, we're going to see a show at a theater. We're at the Ace Theater in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And um, he, I don't know what he does. He might just play a video game in front of a theater audience.
0: You're going to a theater to see a YouTuber.
1: $34 a ticket, which, I believe me, I've never talked anyone into paying 34 dollars to see me to see you. no i'm free i'm groupon i'm two for one i'm free drink if you sit through her but this was 34 flat i couldn't believe it you, yeah i can't wait to trash this guy what if i enjoy, maybe i'll enjoy it maybe i'll get new ideas but you'll, it's you'll, weird
0: yeah you'll be a, you'll be a subscriber 10 minutes in
1: right? <laughs> it's weird um what you know, these these kids, what their version of entertainment is, is different from ours. Oh and, yeah. And ours was different from our parents. Like they each every obviously I'm stating the obvious, but each generation gets its own thing mm-hmm. that they love and the other generations can't stand or don't understand.
0: It is it's so weird to me that I, I could the TV uh, broadcast I've coming in my like I have I've switched to YouTube TV so mm-hmm. it's the streaming uh, service is how I do. like I'm not using YouTube it. Red. No, you, it's called YouTube TV. So I, I think get,
1: I tried that, but I hardly ever used it.
0: I really like it. Why? G- Minneapolis has uh, in St. Paul, like the Twin Cities. We have the locals. I signed up, so it's still only thirty-five bucks a month. Now it's only you know, it's only forty, but I'm getting a thirty-five. So it's basically every cable channel I had for a third of the price I was paying to a satellite company.
1: Oh, so you get like TBS? Yeah.
0: And- oh, yeah. oh yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. But the only <laughs> Comedy Central actually is not included. So they, um, I think they're a Viacom or something or whatever, whatever well, Where is, else? Um,
1: where will you see white male comics <laughs> if you can't subscribe to Comedy Central? Oh, uh, Lori, I have Netflix. Terrible. Come on, <laughs> we also
0: have Netflix, so <laughs> got that covered. But I'm amazed at how like I could cancel. It really is only for me. Because yeah. no one else, I have a wife and two daughters, no one watches television in the house anymore. No it's one me watches, watching sports, otherwise yeah. they're on Netflix, my wife, or YouTube, my kids.
1: Yeah, and they don't watch it when it airs. You know, that's yeah. one of the reasons our, like, Conan is going to a half hour. Yes, let's talk about that for sure. Um, because they kind of figured out, well, well, most people watch it the next day, right? And they watch it in clips. Yeah, And they, they... They figured out that parts of the show they watch the most are the comedy and, I guess, the first guest. Okay. And then it starts to trail off. And I was like, you know, for me, just as a late-night viewer growing up, I always turned it off as soon as the first guest was over, unless there was a stand-up on or something. But, if it, you know, I never watch... I never watched music. I it was always boring to me to see a band play on late night. Oh, for on Walmart. any sort of late night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually the second guest was somebody you'd never heard of. And somebody with a book I don't care about. Yes. Oh, we'll get to that later, <laughs> my book. Um but yeah, so I I think it kind of made sense of if if you follow how people are um this is such a like a an industry consuming their media, right, right. which I think is what they were doing. It's like you know a huge percent of a, a huge percent of was just the first half of the show so i think that that contributed to that decision you know
0: okay when when are these
1: changes they start in january they start in january yeah okay so. You,
0: around, you they need going to keep everybody everybody keeps yeah their yeah, jobs yeah but, and well not every cuts? i mean
1: they did shrink down a little bit um but um you know the comedy is still going to be it's going to be the same amount of comedy yeah so it's it's more the back half of the show that's just being lopped off
0: then did i more on the road shows or no
1: That I don't know about. I mean, I know I know he's going to be touring a little bit, I think, and doing some stand up, some live stand up shows. Um, uh, And uh, so I don't know. I'm excited to find out about that. I'm happy anytime somebody leans into stand up, you know, yeah, that's good for stand up. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully me. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stand-up. <laughs> it's still
0: going well. Obviously, you must love that job.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I go back. I don't go back on Monday because my kid's surgery. But I'll I'll be writing jokes while my kid is under the knife. Yeah, from uh, the
0: hospital. Vacation is this week, though. For, yes. Uh, time yeah. Of week. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right on.
1: How, uh, you came to, when did you come to town this week, Wednesday? I did came, I, I flew in on the 4th of July because it was way cheaper than flying in on the 5th of July. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, so I, I, I got here early. I did a set at Grumpy's. Wow. Chris Maddox's room. And, uh, Andrew, uh, Winter, Wint, wait, Winster? Andrew went. Andrew W. Okay, he's a local comic. I forgot his last name. It kind of looks like Winter, but it's not. Okay, um, you don't know him? I don't. Oh my gosh! Okay, no. Nope. Uh, so anyway, uh, he hooked me up, and uh, so I got to do a little time, you know, get, work out the kinks. I'd been off stage since Saturday. I usually don't like to take more than two nights off, and I took Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, three nights off. So it was nice to have something on Wednesday before I started here.
0: Okay, on Thursday, nice. How was last night?
1: Uh, it was good. Yeah, it's good.
0: Okay, how uh, like there? You know, Acme. It's only like a special occasion if there's a show here on a Sunday. How mm-hmm. often do you work on Sundays?
1: Not much. I'm, I just got um, a weekend at uh, at Go Bananas in Cincinnati, and it's a Thursday through Sunday, oh, which okay. isn't common. But usually, they most gigs end on Saturday. Okay, most week most most like weekend week long rooms end Saturday.
0: I have a, another question about the. Um, It was, what, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and they did that uh, Jimmy Fallon wanted to reply to the Trump, you know, they're going back and forth, and then there was that open where it was Colbert and Fallon, and then Conan comes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you part of that? No, no, No? I saw
1: it when the same time everyone else did. Yeah, that was on our vacation, so Conan always does these things on our vacation where where, you're on the, you know, on Twitter going, wait, what? What's happening? (laughs) What what did my boss just do?
0: (laughs) It's kind of a different thing, though, that... They don't always acknowledge each other, right? Late nights?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, it's different
0: than when, you know, 20 years ago when it was like all we would hear about is how Jay Leno hates Letterman and vice well, versa. Leno
1: took something from Letterman, you yeah. know? Um, but uh, I don't think these guys have that animosity towards each other, you know? Yeah. I suppose, uh, but I mean, I I think it would happen more if they didn't have to each do shows every single day. It's very time consuming to do a show every single day, yeah. and then to to be able to get you know hosts together after I mean luckily Conan was on hiatus so it was probably easier for him but sure. it's hard to organize all that stuff. it'd be cool if they, they kind of crossed over a little bit more. It's fun. It's yeah. fun for comedy
0: fans, you people know? Li- I love it. Yeah. yeah it's great. Uh, you know, like I know like when people are at a job for a while and you get really good at it and then you can kinda like figure out shortcuts and like yeah. get things done faster. Have you has that happened for you in a writing job? Like can you get done In five hours, what you used to get done in six hours. Um,
1: Yeah, I write jokes faster, Um, I I guess, because I've been doing it so long. I've been on this show for eight years. I feel I feel like I I, you know, versus when I first started where I didn't really know Conan's voice. And I was like, you know, would he do this kind of joke or that kind of joke? Um, Now, I'm pretty confident. You know, I'm like 80 percent right, you know, and um, (laughs) on of guesses, like sometimes I'll write a joke and I'll be like, there's no way he's going to do this. And then he'll do it. And I'll be like, oh, wow." cool. And then other times it's like, yeah, I was right. (laughs) But, um, you know, you, you, you still throw things in there just to see if you can, you know, there's like, everyone's got their limits. So you like a joke that kind of touches the boundary of the limit. Like, I wonder if I can get that one, get that one on. Sure. You know,
0: is there, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but is there like a, in the writer's room is, are there. Four women, four men, two are
1: black, two are Asian. Yes, that's exact makeup of (laughs) art. And once we checked off all those boxes, we stopped hiring.
0: (laughs) How many in wheelchairs?
1: Um me soon, uh just so I can join the rest of my family in mortal danger, but uh <laughs> um I don't uh there's two women and maybe seven guys, I think we have a pretty small writing staff, yeah. okay seven or eight maybe yeah,
0: would it be easier to write for a woman? I don't know if I've ever asked you that before
1: um, sometimes there's jokes that um a man would never be able to tell. And, and, um, so, you know, those are just gone. But, um, I think, I think, you know, if you're writing for somebody else, you just need to get their voice in your head, sure. you know? So no matter who it is, if you can, if you can mimic, I don't think females can only write for women and I don't think men no. can only write for men. And, and you, if you, as long as you can kind of, it's almost like, um, maybe it's the same sort of skill, that it takes to be an actor to just sort of get someone else in your head a little bit, you know? So, um, and I guess anyone who's writing, if the, if you write characters at all, you're getting a different voice in your head. Sure. So I think, you know, it's, it's doable for any, any, you can cross over. You don't have to write for your exact gender and race for right. sure. 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 Uh, I saw,
0: was it yesterday on your Twitter? Your Twitter is still one of the best.
1: Oh, thanks.
0: I sincerely mean that um, It was You said something about uh, I still have faith In comedy Because of so many people Doing uh, Tweeting you With things about Scott Pruitt is uh, resigned To spend more time With his
1: Well Or spend more X with his Y more like more X with his Y Somebody wrote Money with his family Time with his money, Whatever it was But it was just like I kept I saw that joke All day long Versions of it Oh you know? I went
0: I, After that I did the The Twitter search Of those three words <laughs> Oh really And there were Hundreds probably. People still
1: love jokes.
0: Down one and like just slight
1: changes. Yes, like, you don't have to worry. Maybe. Hannah's Hannah Gadsby's special isn't going to destroy jokes like some people were panicking about. You know, she just is widening the boundaries of comedy a little bit. Can you explain?
0: What I, I've heard very little about what you're just referencing. Have you
1: there. seen her special? I haven't
0: watched it. I know the name, and I know uh-huh. that it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but I have not watched it. Okay. What, what's the hubbub there? What's?
1: Um. Well, it's hard to explain it... because you got to watch it. Oh, okay. Because of the way it sort of starts and kind of turns back on itself. Okay. Um. But it's um. It's got some parts that aren't funny and on purpose, and um. And those are very moving. Parts. She's an
0: Australian yeah mm-hmm. okay
1: and uh, so you know it's it's really really great and then the reviews of it have been weird for comics because there seems to be a certain... Kind of reviewer that's like, she's she's killed jokes and good. I'm like, I'm tired of jokes, and they seem to be angry at comedy. And it's like, no, she didn't, she's just doing her thing, and that doesn't have anything to do with you know somebody else's thing. And um, so it was, it was sort of. Uh, interesting. I, the fa- the reaction by some comedians is, fa- or by all comedians, is always interesting to me when comics are watching another comic. Sure. You know, oh, yeah. um, and, like I just love searching Nanette on Twitter to find out. You know, what people like some people don't like it or okay. they think, you know, um, well, that'll be my next search. What's yeah. It's thing? like yeah, I'm looking so forward to it. It's like, oh, it's a TED talk. It's a this it's a that. And, you know, whatever. All all opinions are valid if if they've been informed by watching it, you know. Sure. So but it's it's really, really good. Okay. And whether you consider it stand up or a one person show by a comedian. So it's funny, but it's poignant. You know, whatever, however you categorize it is up to you, I guess. All right.
0: I'm interested. I'll check it out. I, I probably should, since I host this podcast. I should check it out. Uh, but speaking of specials, on the last time that you recorded uh, No Laugh Track here with me, we talked a lot about 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad, because mm-hmm. that was still airing on a CISO. CISO was still airing. <laughs> and CISO still existed. Where is your special now? Um, I don't know. People
1: literally can't access it right, right. now? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah a factual so after after Nanette came out i'm like i i called the guy that um i that the they we co-produced it like i i did it and then they then this other man, uh, uh production company kind of like added all the documentary footage and stuff right. um Oh that's so good. Thanks. So uh I called him and he didn't call me back and then he then I texted him and then he's like, I know I owe you a call. I'm like, Oh, this doesn't sound good. <laughs> Usually when someone's got good news, they, they let you know right away. But if it's like, Hey, I owe you a call, let's talk uh next week, I'm like, Oh, this sounds like it's buried for a yeah. while. I think CISO bought a licensed it for three years, so I guess unless I'm misunderstanding, they own it till December of twenty nineteen. Um they. and I but they're owned by NBC. Okay. Universal. Yeah. So so the parent company. They might want money to get it back. I'm not really sure. And if that's the case, it's like, well, you can keep it till you can keep it for another year and a half, and then I'll then I'll grab it. I
0: just hope it, you could it, turn it into one of those like Conan did when he won Like I, I'm not, uh, i forbidden to be on television, so I'm going out on tour. You got to hype it like that. Like do a countdown to when it's available again.
1: <laughs> I was thinking of. I wonder if I could tour with the material because I. It's been four years. Or excuse me. When did I do it in 2014? Yeah, so it's been almost mm-hmm. four years since I wrote all that stuff, and I'm I've changed as a comic at that point it, since then, and I'm uh, it's much easier for me to talk about my dad's death than I was then. Sure, and I wonder if I could actually just do it as a show because no one can watch it anymore anyway, but uh, probably not. I probably just go forward. Everybody goes backwards. over to
0: the, do that that Fringe Festival with like a one-person yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. Be perfect for that. Yeah, Sean I mean, Patton was here earlier. this year talking about going over and do his show about
1: bedwetting. You yeah. Know? A whole hour about bed wedding? Think so. Oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. Uh huh. Um, it, I, I don't have a month off. You have to have all of August off. Sure. Often I really don't. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I have those kind of obstacles too. Where I'm, I, when I can go out on the road and do things are little tiny spurts like this. Sure. Um, so that's, you know, that's an obstacle too. Sure, sure. Between- Which I won't have one day. You know, I'm not going to always have a job forever. Nothing works out like that. So. <laughs> Um, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be like 70 <laughs> and at Edinburgh, just talking about whatever. <laughs> I don't know.
0: There you go. Uh, I saw that you are going to be doing, we should, let's talk about the book now. Okay. Let's talk about the book. It's been out since February. Dead mm-hmm. People Suck. Mm-hmm. We talked about, I think when you were here last year, you had finished writing it, but it wasn't out yet. And I saw you're doing a signing? You're staying in town
1: here? Yeah, doing an extra yeah, once I got this gig, I I my publicist, my book publicist, um hooked this up at Majors and Quinn. Very cool. So yeah. Doing a actual
0: bookstore that has a roof and walls and everything and it's just not just virtual.
1: I know. I hope it it's weird. I've I've done a bunch of them and uh you know Uh, like the best the one I sold the most was at Powell's in Portland okay such it's a old historic bookstore it's great it's amazing it like takes up major many city blocks of Portland Um, and then there's other places where uh, I'd go and I'd read and it's all about my dad and hospice and cancer and stuff and it's and and people would talk to me, and they to tell me about their loved one who died, and then they wouldn't buy a book. It's like I'm not your fucking therapist. I'm oh, here to sell a book. Come on, yeah. Oh my god, that was so. There's this guy in Austin at Book People going on and on about his wife, and then he then I'm there sitting there afterwards with books and a pen. Literally
0: wait in line to tell you their story. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, no, no. There's like Q and A at the oh, okay, end, right? Okay. And um. And then, so I'm like, all right, Danny, no more questions. So I go sit down. There's a couple people buy books. Other, Thank you so much. And then they just wander off. It's like, I had to listen to your story. <laughs> right. <laughs> you buy a book. That's the agreement, asshole. I, completely. Jesus. I, I, I completely. I enjoy your sense of humor. Okay. Pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Here. It's, it's all over this book. My book is full of my sense of humor because yeah. I wrote it.
0: You know what? you really me, enjoy it. And then share it with other people.
1: No, tell them to buy it. What do you?
0: No, no, I'm saying share the idea of it. Thank you. Yeah, share the idea that it exists for them. Somebody,
1: I I posted a chapter or or like the intro to a chapter yesterday. You know, just I do that just to plug it sometimes on Twitter. And it was the chapter about if if cancer wasn't STD, there would be a cure by now. You know, because we've cured syphilis, uh, we've uh, have (laughs) almost have a cure for AIDS. So, Uh and it was just the opening chapter with a couple jokes in it, and then somebody is like. Actually uh, Having uh, uh, Been a cancer survivor I can tell you That's not true I'm like look um, I'm a comedian It's a comedy book Please don't go for, to me For medical advice Yeah And then he starts Breaking things down I'm, I'm like look Listen Dick I didn't put your name on here I didn't I'm not, I didn't yeah. write your story So then I go Why don't you You can get a copy of my book If you want to read The whole chapter Because you're just reading The setup to the punchlines <sighs> You can go to the library And he goes Thank you for promoting it On the library Not making me buy it I'm like Fuck you. Is everything free to you? Oh, my God, dude. You're f- I'm on Twitter for free. You're arguing with me. Now you want this for free. Yeah, and maybe you need it for free, but you could at least not be an asshole about it. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. Whatever. Ah. I hate people. It just makes my skin crawl. Yes. Glory oh, sometimes people. Mhm. Oh, wow. Um, I saw that uh you, you, there's an audiobook as well. You did you voiced the audiobook? Sure, why yeah. wouldn't I? Yeah. How was that doing that?
1: um i did most of it in a little room you know where you do audiobooks and uh where um like every four sentences someone will go oh can you try that again one more time please just this very you just hear this voice in the back of the room one more time on that one thanks and then I did some chapters at a the stand comedy club where I just did a live reading in front of um an audience of drunk book people. Oh. They were pretty good cross Friday afternoon. Okay. So that was fun. And so I think it goes back and forth between um the uh the stand up part, you know, or feels like stand up because there's an audience laughing and me being in a in a room with lots oh. of padding.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I on Amazon I listened to an audio sample. Oh you did? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to hear her reading this. Yeah, that's... That's got to be just like a... I don't know. I've never written a book, but I imagine it's really cool to be able to sit there and and like that's kind of I would think that's kind of like the final piece. Like, all right, now I'm going to read it and put it to like it's written. Now I'm going to get the the audio part. Now we're done. No, no. you're incorrect.
1: No, you um, <laughs> Because <laughs> no, I would say almost every writer would agree with this. You never feel like it's finished. Oh, and so you, but you have a deadline. Mine was due. Well, let's say November. 18th or something like that yeah. and once it's, once I turn it in I couldn't change anything and so there's so much you're going you're rereading oh, yeah, you're re-reading, yeah. rereading rereading oh fine this sentence isn't clear you just keep finding things that you want to be better and I also find I think in my opinion with comedy there are so few funny books that are really funny you know that when they when editors get one that's funny they're they don't care they're not as picky like they're like okay thanks you know uh and so i would find stuff where i'm like this this joke isn't good enough and my editor didn't catch it and i would be like annoyed i am like i need i got i what i would like i think is for if i write another book is for a comedian to edit it because oh. a comedian knows like, hey, I know what you're going for on this one or this could be better. And I and I I almost think the bar is lower for comedy books because most, quote, humor books aren't funny. They're like mildly amusing and maybe you'll smile when you read it, but you're not going to laugh. And so I would want somebody, I think, editing that has the same – standards oh, that for makes it. Sense. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense. So, uh, so anyway, so I'm frantically going through my book again and again and again, looking for stuff. And then other times you're, you, t- you tweak something so much, it doesn't look like you're like, wait, what was I trying? Oh. So you're, you're just doing this the whole time. And then the books do and you turn it in and cross your fingers and you hope it's okay. And then when you start reading it, you know, like for me, I found sentences that I thought, were too long I'm like I would have chopped this up now if I could have one more pass at this book and you know I I think it worked fine people seem to have liked it but I, I you know There's always something that could be better. And you stumble on it when you're reading it out loud. Oh, I see. And you're like, it's too late. It's in print. I can't fix this. Yeah, yeah. But there's got to be, I
0: mean, you must go through that same thing, you know, when you're doing your, getting your material ready to record that.
1: Yeah, but you always, you can always change it on the next show. It's like, if, if, what if every show was, that was it, that was it for that joke. Right. How you did it that night is how it goes down in, in your personal history in, you know.
0: That would be scary wouldn't yeah.
1: it yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 so
0: yeah, yeah, um, I also noticed on uh when I was looking on Amazon that they have the translated versions of your books, oh really, yeah,
1: oh, shitty mom, yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. uh what in in Turkish I saw the one? Yeah. Kakma Annie. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't I didn't bring it along, but it's like it just really... I
1: have all the translations. Yeah. I like German is bad mutter. Bad yes, mutter. That That's my favorite one. <laughs> Muter. And the picture is like a a a blackbird stealing a baby. I'm like, what is this? This is nothing to, there's no kidnapping in my book. I did a double take
0: of like, is this it's Wait, so it awesome. still says Lori Kilmartin, but oh my God. <laughs> I got really ruined this translation. I know, it's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. And for some reason, someone's selling a used copy. Did you see this? Uh-uh. Of Shitty Mom on Amazon for $592. Why Why would Why would they sell it for that much?
1: I bet that was a a person who didn't properly enter a, probably meant the decimal point. $5.92 $5 for yes. a used
0: one? Yeah. That could be. That could be, but here I catch at- that every now and then. If somebody being a weirdo like and posting something for outrageously high, I mean, that's not the first time. I've Yeah,
1: seen here at Acme, I do have a copies that I'm selling for five hundred and ninety one dollars. So you hey, can, yeah, you nice. can save a couple bucks if you come to the shows tonight. <laughs> nice. Did you bring both books? I did. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Good. Um, and then you a few minutes ago you said if I write another book, do you have any idea what that? is there um, anything in the back of your mind or yeah you there's a couple things
1: um I'm working on a a comic book with a guy who's he's illustrating it and I'm writing a little like strips where it's um it's off my I do this thing on Twitter called President Hillary Clinton where I just yes make whatever Trump does I just reverse it and what it and have Hillary do it you yeah, know
0: I see I see those
1: and um the best ones are the ones that you know would. Would drive Fox News batshit crazy yes. if she was doing it. Yes. And of course, they're completely silent when he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and including all the sexual stuff, like uh, my Hillary is married to her third husband named Melon, and they have a kid, and she fucks porn stars, male porn stars, while Melon was home, you know, bottle feeding the baby. And they have a daughter named Hillary Clinton. She has a daughter named Hillary Clinton Jr., who's just completely craven and pointless, and <laughs> has also left her husband. And her five children for an MSNBC host. And it's like, you know, it's, you know, people always go, imagine if Hillary did this. And it's like, I did. And I'm going to take it a little bit further and create a world where, you know, she has done that. So uh, and she got to be president and she lost by three million. But she's still the president. And Republicans are cool with it. Yeah, They didn't riot or anything like that. So hopefully we can have some of those out by the midterms and then maybe put a book together by 2020 like that a, sounds great and it'd be a book you could give your um, conservative family members and just go this is because it will all be 100% what he did it's, we're not, I'm not, I don't have to make anything up no you know
0: no that is the amazing thing is that these, right these things are really happening yeah <laughs> that's a great idea and I'm glad you brought up the, because I have that in my notes here, the switching, putting Hillary's name in the tweets. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. How often are, but I mean, I suppose people that follow you, are people retweeting your stuff and then others are like, what the fuck is she? Like getting upset. Every once or,
1: in a while, somebody do you does. see that then? And Every just, once in a while. Yeah. And then I'll just say, could you just reread the phrase President Hillary Clinton? And mm-hmm. You should be okay. Yeah.
0: How are you? Uh, are you using Twitter any more now than
1: you were in the past? Yeah,
0: less?
1: I use it to get news. You know, I didn't used to use it to get news, but oh. I don't think people, as many journalists were on for a long time. For you know, okay. I guess in the past five years, it just became a news source. You know, it's I love it for news. Yeah, and. uh and then I just like to I I I don't really post jokes for my act, um, but I just I, I think I have a, like a Twitter voice that is separate from my act, and so I just kind of write in there, and hopefully that you know people could if they like me they'll find me and buy my book and come to the shows. At yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: exactly. That's my hope. Yeah. Um, other social media?
1: Um, I'm not really I'm really fallen off of Facebook. Uh, just because of um the whole Russia Cambridge Analytica thing. I just feel disgusted, and I don't want to participate. Um, but I kind of have to a little bit, um, just because it helps me get work and stuff. So I usually just post gigs. I hardly. I used to forward my tweets to Facebook, and I just don't want to contribute to their traffic anymore. And I people can find me on Twitter if they like the kind of stuff I write there.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wanted to bring up um, back to the uh, your book. Dead people suck. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, it has really good reviews on Amazon, and I heard you on the Jackie and Laurie podcast saying, you know, people, you're encouraging people that have read your stuff to review it
1: yeah. on Amazon, yeah, right? yeah, yeah,
0: I was reading one of the reviews, uh-huh. and I'm like, who? And, like, it started off, I died laughing, and I'm like, is that a little play on words here? I died laughing reading a book about dead people suck. Then I looked at the name, and it was Andy Erickson. It was, she wrote the review.
1: I know she. I think she wrote the first review. yeah. And I was well, my so guest last week thankful on to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. I love how things tie
0: together like that. Yeah, That's awesome. she was really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because she, I, of course, as soon as it was released, I was checking reviews constantly to see what people thought, and then the first one. I think she wrote the first one. And the second one was a one star review from someone who didn't read it that got Matt, was referenced a tweet I did at Elon Musk, which got.
0: Did I? Maybe I saw this. Yeah.
1: A while ago. I just, he was just, you know. Who he you know launched some rocket or some whatever bullshit he's up to, um. So he tweeted about. So I just tweeted. I didn't like quote tweet him. I just was in the comments. I'm like, could you just donate to food bank? Because that same day in Los Angeles, there had been this article about just so many hungry people. And the thing he had, the rocket he had shot was over LA. So the the rocket is literally, it's passing over people that are starving and it's unnecessary. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. it was just gross display of wealth and a guy who's bored with his money. And, and a guy who wants to go to Mars and, you know, it's like you have this money. You're not trying to solve real problems here. You're trying to figure out how you can escape to Mars. Fuck you. Um, and, uh, Then I got into an argument with some followers of his that were like, he's he's a great man. You should be thankful he exists and stuff. And then that argument got people very angry that I talked back to these men in such a rude way. And then uh, like these little, little like sites, there's one called board Panda, but there's also these little sites where you're like, who are these people? But they feed content to Facebook all the time. So it's like woman has her ass handed to her. And I'm like, Oh no, it's, it's hasn't, wasn't handed to me. I still don't agree with you. You can think I'm a dumb bitch, but my ass wasn't handed to me. I still think he's a." uh, maybe worthwhile in some way but i think he's a gross example of what's wrong with the silicon valley and what's wrong with uh, um tech culture yeah, yeah. and how they're actually harming the united states and harming most people you know so even though I participate in it because I'm on Twitter, but anyway, so that one guy who was part of that wrote me, I saw, I have, yeah, yeah, wrote, he, he's like, maybe you should donate your profits to food shelter or something like that where it's like, and I said to Amazon, I'm like, does it sound like he read a book? Really? Does it sound like he read it? Like it, it, this is posted 12
0: hours after the book was published. It's the first thing I thought, Laurie. Yeah. Like, okay. 13th, it was out and 14th, the guy wrote this. Right, right, right. No, he, there's no way he read it because it has nothing to do with it. And no. I didn't know. That the background that you just explained, I'm yeah. going. Yeah, this is he's mad about something. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah.
1: And so that happens, you know, like megan Kelly, who I can't stand. But she had, you know, a lot of people started like zero or once during her book they came out because they don't like her. Right, it's right. still, uh, it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. But you know what? Some people like doing shitty things. They get off on it because they have tiny dicks. <laughs> 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 it
0: all still comes down to that, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> Is uh, let me look over my notes. Is there anything else we should be mentioning here? I don't. I want you to get to your swimming and get your laps in. Um, oh
1: yeah, man.
0: Uh, oh, I did last week's uh, episode with Andy. I brought up to her the article that you were uh, quoted in about the. Um, the pay for comedians. In oh, right. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. hadn't heard about that. Yeah. And she was pretty pretty shocked, you know, uh, as you were.
1: Oh, but yeah. You know, like, oh, really? So I'm not... The Hollywood Reporter did a comedy issue, and the guy who decided to tackle stand-up in L.A. just did a really—I um, don't know if the whole thing was a bad job, but the one thing he did is he, he said without attribution, so it just came in the middle of a, a paragraph, and it wasn't a quote. It was just him saying— uh, beginning or newer comics can make between twelve and twenty five hundred dollars a week on the L A. circuit. And first of all, there's no L A. circuit. <laughs> there's nothing. You just do spots, and you do them at bars or comedy clubs or weird venues, and that's it. There's I'm no ex- circuit.
0: Yeah, i was trying to explain this to Andy last week, and she's and I said, yeah, and it said new comics. She's like, new. What, what does that even mean? New? I don't know what
1: that means. And um, also, uh, tw- twelve to twenty five hundred is road money. You know, for headliners only. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. So it was, and it was, and then the guy, you know, so a bunch of comics, you know, sort of tweeted back at that, going, "What the fuck?" And then he got very defensive. It's like, well, uh, you know, the rest of the issue was really good. (laughs) It's like, yeah, but and he goes, and a CAA uh, agent told me that, and uh, it's like, well, why didn't you quote the CAA agent because you just wrote it in in your voice, and it made you look really dumb and lazy, you know. And he never it's weird it's it was just like this uh odd arrogance from a reporter of you know what i was I was given wrong the wrong information. I don't think he was i think I think he made it up why mm. I can't imagine an agent saying that I can't imagine a stand-up agent being that ignorant and giving a reporter that kind of information. Oh why that guy didn't back it up by asking any comics is like right it's it sounded like he just wanted to. You know, they wanted a positive issue and they wanted they wanted to, you know, they're were, they're were trying to sell stand up as I, I don't know why. Why would you encourage people to move to L.A. to, to do stand up if they think that's what they can make? Right, right. I don't know. It was just baffling that that something so easily verifiable wasn't verified.
0: I kind of want to bring it up forever now on the podcast, just because the reactions are so great of people that, you know, that live that life. And it's like, well, no, nobody's giving me. I'm getting a beer. I'm getting maybe enough to pay for parking ticket, maybe
1: gas money, you know, maybe. Yeah. But a lot of them are put on by comics who are just trying to get stage time for themselves and their friends. Or, yeah, losing money putting on a show. from Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's it was just really sloppy. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh,
0: I think I've taken up enough of your time today. I saw. I don't usually bring up these stupid things. Um, National Fried Chicken Day. Your right. thoughts?
1: Um, good luck, fried chicken. I, I don't know. Did they? Are they hurting? It seems like America is already eating a lot of fried chicken. I don't know the, why they had to lobby for their own day. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're good. That's my that's my feeling.
0: I, I, I think so too. Um, I think that's it. I think people uh, that have made it all the way through to the end of this episode are big fans and need to come see you here at Acme if they don't already have tickets. I because hope so. we will post this today.
1: Okay. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. So before you leave town, yeah, yes, people have a chance to hear this. Um, so follow Lori on Twitter and buy her book and come see her at Acme. Yeah. And, see uh, me at
1: Acme tonight or tomorrow night, and then if you can come by on Sunday, I'll I do a reading. And if you want to yeah. buy a book, I'll listen to your cancer story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, buy a book. <laughs> Thank <laughs> okay. you. I'm not your therapist. <laughs>